This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So we've been, you know, like internet friends, mutual. I don't know what the kids are calling it these days. <laughs> I think, yeah, mutuals. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one thing I first, I feel like I like loved about your Twitter is like how extremely open you are. Um, just about like dating or like screenshots of like dating apps or like <laughs> the DMs that you get are oh, really shocking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just in general, like your like life experience. And I feel like, you know, your your essay, dad used to have boobs and they were kind of big. <laughs> it's it's just incredible because it's it because I think there is that level of like openness to it. And I guess just like I'd love to kick off and chat about like when did you kind of start sharing your life on social media? Like have you always been as open as you are now? Well, um, first of all, thank you. That's really that's really sweet. It means a lot. Um, I first started sharing my life on social media. It's funny. I think literally the month that I came out, which uh-huh. was a couple of years ago now, um, I, I just kind of, I think I was having a hard time dealing with my family. And I kind of wanted to have a space where I could just let it all out because I feel like for so many years, I think a lot of probably trans people can, um, you know, relate to that. Like I, I kind of had kept everything in for so long and I was like, right. I'm ready. I'm so ready to just, you know, I'm genuinely going to explode. And of course, online communities are really for any like really like queer person or someone with like a, a marginalized identity or even like who's just kind of odd. Like there's always a spot for you online. And so Absolutely, I feel like I yeah. just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really was like, this could be a place where I talk about what is happening. And um, I feel like before that I'd been generally always talking, but not necessarily, you know, saying what what I was, you know what I mean? Like not saying anything really. Um, And that definitely shifted. Yeah. I mean, there's a difference between like, I have friends who, you know, would be considered like open or the life of the party or, you know, really loud and exciting. But it's like you said, there's a difference between somebody who is loud and somebody who is saying something. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, I was doing a lot of stand up and just, you know, you know, stupid jokes and just always trying to go, 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 go. And, and, chatting away i have adhd too so i was just like a, a famous rambler you know what i mean yeah <laughs> but you know, like just would really not shut the fuck up but you know not, i definitely wasn't wasn't acknowledging you know i was there was something off um yeah. not like not like in a, in, a, in a something's up with that person way but you know inside of myself i was like why do i feel like i'm silent and um <laughs> this is it, it's really hard to talk about this kind of stuff without sounding like you're 
writing wine mom sayings on like coffee <laughs> mugs you know what I mean it's like but the voice inside you know it's I always laugh laugh at that uh, myself whenever I, I say these things but it's like it's one of those things where it's, it, it is true um and it does have a touch of like target mug to it but you know it's yeah the target mugs are valid <laughs> target Honestly. mugs I have you know I have a few I can't say I don't see their value so. yeah, in, in one of my last episodes I ended it with being like it's it's sexy to like love your flaws and i, I like immediately like, cringed after i was like oh yeah 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 so in in regards to like you know finding this almost safe space on the internet and this ability to be open do you feel like that's translated into your comedy that's a that's a good question i'm like i think just genuinely or gen, generally and genuinely um learning to be open with myself definitely has impacted it. And also uh, for sure, the idea of community. Um, yeah. A lot of like the projects I've written the past year have heavily, I was noticing like screenplay stuff, heavily featuring like really intimate, close knit community in a way that I wrote a lot of like ensemble stuff before. You know yeah. I mean? um, so I think, yes, in that way, I, I don't know if maybe like the sense, my, I think my sense of humor is the same, but def, maybe it's almost more like, I'm not interested anymore in like writing a stand-up set of, you know, empty, you know, one-liners and, and well, those are fun though. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> well, I mean, actually I am, like, but. <laughs> an emphasis on like being a lone wolf and yeah, an emphasis yeah. on community. Definitely, definitely. And then in the opening of your, in the opening of your essay, you set this insanely funny scene to me, it's, <laughs> but it's also very emotional. And I think that's kind of what I love about your humor is it's this, this very fun, like nuanced mix of emotion and funny where you're like, I'm laughing and I'm also <laughs> feeling very emotional and should I be laughing? Yeah, that's okay. But also, you know, I'm feeling this. Um, but you know, you that's have this, this opening scene of you like injecting hormones for the first time. Um, yeah. and you being like, I really, this is like the, like the, if there's anything I don't fuck up, like it has to be this, like, it, it, there, like this has to be the one thing I don't fuck up. Oh, Would yeah. you mind talking a little about like the process, <laughs> not only like deciding to start, yeah. you know, hormone therapy, but the process of also, I think you touched on it a little, but like getting it at a pharmacy and having to do that for the first time and like incorporating that into your life. Yeah. The, yeah. The process of, of getting on hormones is a nightmare. Um, but it was harder. I think it, for me specifically, like I am lucky to live in New York. I'm lucky to live in 2022. Yeah. Um, I just was at my, I was during the pandemic, I moved back home for a bit and that was, that was sort of why I didn't have access my, my family, whole thing. So then I moved back and I was like, okay, the second, literally the day after I got back to New York, I had like saved to go back and just had my eye on the prize for like months. And I was like, I'm going to race to the Planned Parenthood and get it like a, the second I can. Yeah. Um, you know, just like a bit of sprint. And then I, so I sprint and they're like, come back in a month and a half. I'm like, Oof. fuck no, fuck no. Yeah. So I went to this, like, I found this, it's actually great. I should plug them if you're, a tr if you're trying to. Or considering HRT, it's called Plume. Um, it's an e, it's an e, like a telehealth service. It's run by trans doctors, and it's like a. They have certain states that they can prescribe you hormones in, but it's like, it's ninety dollars a month, and that is a lot. It's a lot of money for a lot of people, honestly, myself included. But it just was so worth it because they have like twenty four seven support, all this shit, right? So yeah, I hop on Plume, love them, and um, I got the prescription sent over, and you know, yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> talk you know babble on here but um yeah it was just this back uh back and forth with like uh insurance and i had been like don't tell insurance my parents can't know but they told them that bah, you know 
Because so, you were still uh, technically under your parents' insurance. Yes. Yeah, you yeah, were, yeah. You were, but you were buying the hormones outside of that. So that it yes. would like basically show up on like a bill or a transaction or something. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, I was like, I had gotten like good RX coupons and I had, I had just gone out of my way to be like, do not, fl-. I went to a different pharmacy, you know, like everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and of course they did, which wasn't great, but I was like, I remember I got a, I got a, like a panics call from my, my parents who of course were like somehow immediately alerted. Like I think insurance pings if they don't cover it. It's just like seconds later I got a phone call Yeah. Um, from my mom. And I rem- I just remember, I was like, holy shit, I have to, it, this is totally just emotion. This was fueled by emotion, not what would have probably happened. But I sprinted down to the pharmacy. It was like four blocks and I just ran because I was like, I don't know if she's going to pop out of thin air and like whisk them out of, you know, the, text hands but I was right, like I'm, right. I'm gonna get the fucking hormones so I sprinted I grabbed them I ran you know ran back home um I I turned my phone off and then I realized I had no, no rubbing alcohol and I was like what the fuck do I do yeah. I had bought yeah I had bought a bunch of candy but I had not bought fucking <laughs> like you know I had, I had like tons of candy honestly I downplayed it in the essay like I had a fuck ton of candy no like no rubbing alcohol no rubbing like, alcohol no yeah. lots no, of candy tons of candy oh no no fucking band-aids either I had needles candy and hormones I was like fuck my life so I'm like standing in the shot yeah in the essay I mentioned that but I was like st- I was holding my leg under the shower like trying not to freak out and just literally in the most awkward stance possible. That yeah. is how I did my first shot. Yeah. <laughs> and so you say now it's been a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So what has, what has that year and a half looked like for you? Oh my God. It's so funny. I haven't experienced, it's funny because I, I have to really consciously think about it. Um, because the, the I, the second I started like getting sir in public and like stopped thinking about, you know, stopped thinking so much about like, do I pass? Do I this? Do I that? Right. I just like, I forget so much of the time that I'm like, Oh, I'm transgender. And so I had to, <laughs> yeah. you know what you know what I mean? For, for, for a while I had, to, I had to like really stop and think like, Oh, how am I feeling? Cause it kind of just feels like this like routine that I do now. Um, but I guess if I had to, Oh, and also like the voice change once that happened, that was kind of like the thing that was, hard to miss you know I'd hear my own voice and I'd be like oh my god it's lower today Um, when does what does that happen almost immediately it's it's different for everyone for me it was like you it sounded like I had a cold not like in the congestion way but like I sounded a little husky like two weeks uh two weeks in I think I had high levels already like because I I noticed very fast like a a, I also had a low voice before but okay um, okay yeah I know it's it depends for everybody it can take honestly up to up to a year for some people to notice it can take a couple months um can take a couple weeks it's just sort of within a year i think they say your voice starts changing but yeah mine was like almost immediately which was obviously good <laughs> i love that like kind of like you explained it like that like sickness sound that, yeah like, yeah, I yeah. Love that voice like i love that like husky grovelly yeah voice. yeah oh um, i felt anyone? like yeah like regardless of their like gender identity, I just think it's like such a hot sound. Yeah. So I, I, I would be like, fuck, I hope this doesn't go away. Like I really yeah. like Yeah. Oh no, no. I felt like Marlon Brando for like three yeah. weeks. I was, like I was like definitely like I was like, anyone need me to make a phone call? Like hello. You know, I was really I was I was so excited too, because the voice was like a real 
you know, annoying. I think I mentioned that in the essay, but like I, before that was often, I think what would uh, kind of give me away, as you say, I'd be like, hi, you know. Right. And so I, I, the second I felt like a little bit lower, I was just, I would, I was not shutting up. I mean, I never shut up, but I was shutting up even less. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Um, And and I also love that the way that you even opened that about being like, yeah, you know, I've been, I, I get, you know, called sir in public and stuff like that. Like that feeling of like, oh, this is just my, this is just like, I'm not like worried about those things anymore is probably such an incredible experience too. Of Just the fact that you even had to think about that and be like, wait, I like don't even remember to be honest. What's up, everyone? It's Tana Mojo, and we're still canceled. Our podcast, Canceled with Tana Mojo, is back, and my favorite clean girl, Brooke Schofield, is by my side. We've grown up ever so slightly since our last episodes, and we're so excited to dive back into what's going on in our personal lives, gossip about pop culture, talk about lessons we continue to learn, and bridges we continue to burn. It's going to be wild, hilarious, and probably a little bit messy. So pause whatever show you're listening to right now and go follow Canceled with Tana Mojo on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. So you don't miss out on your weekly dose of chaos as we laugh at each other, laugh at our own lives, and maybe even give you a little advice along the way. Woohoo! Yeah, no, yeah, I, I am. I'm, it's funny, I, I'm in the process currently. I had to, it's a pain because you have to get all your like birth certificate shit and yada yada but like of getting the like getting my name changed legally okay and and the other day I had a moment where I was at some kind of I was at some you know like appointment or, or the other and I had forgotten to like put in a preferred name when I booked it it was like it was like a, a dentist thing and Got it. Okay. they they called my name out and I was like who the fuck is that <laughs> <laughs> you like don't even look up I was like I was yeah 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 <laughs> I was the only person in the waiting room. I was like, not still. And I was like, oh. And um, I walked up to the woman and she was like, um, you know, and I was like, listen, you're going to have to bear with me here. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm going to throw something at you. You know, <laughs> whole, you know, hope you're open-minded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, it's weird. But I think other than that, it's like, you know, uh, past year was just mostly like puberty. You know, I was like, I'm starving. I'm, I'm starving. I'm horny. I'm angry. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I, I luckily, I feel like I didn't experience too many like mood shifts. And I literally think that's just because I'm like an adult this time in puberty. Like, you know, like when you're 14, you're like, holy shit, this is, this is life will never change. And now I'm like, Oh, I need to eat something, you know. So right. it's like when you're 14 and that's happening, you you also like act on those things. Like there's no yeah. regular, there's no being like I'm feeling this way and that's right, a problem. Right, right. Like, I'm yeah. feeling this way and I'm gonna do whatever I can to keep it going. So it's like yeah, no, no, exactly, so exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and you know, I'm like, I mean, I'm in therapy. I'm not antidepressant. Like I'm on antidepressant. You know, I'm like, yeah. I take care of my like. When I was 14, I was like, mental health is a concept for. Uh, people in movie like you know I didn't really think about this much and so you know it's definitely yeah it's been pretty I've, I'm lucky I, I think I've had a, a pretty chill time um yeah. Yeah, yeah so another thing I wanted to talk about was correct me if I'm wrong did you sort of semi-recently come out as bisexual <sighs> you know it's funny I was like I actually came out as bisexual at 14 years old oh <laughs> I love that and then yeah and then I was like uh, before I came out as, as trans, I was like, actually, I think I'm a lesbian. Okay. Which is hysterical now. And then I was like, I came out as trans and I was like, I'm straight. Right. 
And then I was like, about a year and a half ago, uh, a year ago, actually, wow, that hasn't been that long. A year ago, I was like, I'm not though. And I actually was right the first time. Yeah, all the way back to 14. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that's been like, it's been, I always like Joe, I'm like, ended up right back where, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. There's something funny about that. So yeah, a year ago, a year ago. Okay. And I, yeah, I wanted to just talk, talk about your like, well, we kind of just did a little bit, but like your bisexual journey because I, so I'm bisexual. I've probably, yeah, yeah, been, yeah. I've probably been acting bisexual since I was 14, but it really <laughs> didn't come out because I was raised in like a Cuban Catholic totally. household and I had a lot of shame around oh, yeah. sexuality. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I, we talk about it a lot on the podcast and I think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being queer, but specifically bisexual, it's so nuanced, right? Like it oh, carries- yeah. Being bisexual carries a lot of weight. People have a hard time like wrapping their head around bisexuality, I think. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And almost, we almost sometimes, and you even just touched on this, we have a hard time wrapping our head around our own bisexuality mm-hmm. like, and feeling almost like, you know, I've had these issues where I'm like, I'm, you know, am I fully gay? And then I'm like, no, I think I just like have had some like really triggering experiences totally. with men. And then I'm like, am I fully straight? And I'm like, no, I just like haven't had sex with a woman in a few years. Like it's like, it's right, 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 box right. ourselves, you know, it's like very totally. much easier. And I think being bisexual, there's a fluidity, especially to bisexuality that makes it kind of hard. So like, you know, totally. how, what does that look like for you? Like, and I guess accepting it, but also just being open about it. Yeah, no, no, totally. It's, um, I, I had, I had known you were by, I think hearing, hearing an episode of your podcast, but I was like, and I was like, oh yeah, bis- I mean, definitely it's fun. It's fun to talk about bisexuality with another bisexual, I think, because, yeah. you know, y- I mean, you get it. It's like hard to articulate to people, not even hard to articulate, but hard to like, I don't want to say convince, but there's this element of like, oh, that thing. You know, like, yeah, this, yeah. So for me, even with people who are like relatively, you know, open and accepting, sometimes I think it's still, you know, the first question sometimes I even get is like, oh, it's like, when was last time you dated a woman? And it's like, it's almost like a right, 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 right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, you know what? It's funny. I was thinking about this a lot lately. Um, Like, the what you just said, like, when was the last time you dated a woman? I get that too. And it's funny because I think like bisexuals, it's kind of often. Like for both men and women, they assume you'll just end up with a guy. There's this like kind of element. And it's sort of like, it's almost like misogyny works in there. And like, who would ever pick a woman over a man? You know what I mean? Like, it's very, yeah, it's like men are supreme in the eyes of everyone. And so I feel like it's, I was just thinking about this. Um, I was, I'm actually, (laughs) I'm actually writing a script called Bye Boys that I'm trying to sell and like been pitching around. Yeah. And it's literally about one the two by two by men one of them just uh got dumped by his like boyfriend of 10 years and is dating woman and the other is sort of in the reverse situation and um I feel like a lot of their obviously I have not had a 10-year relationship but definitely a lot of their um feelings and, and just kind of being stuck in this seesaw are things that I and I'm sure you and like every bisexual has felt um and I think I I I came out kind of uh, randomly like one night and I was almost just not taking myself seriously because I'd never I had never had a boyfriend um and I was like also kind of just getting used to the fact that like you know when I was younger the only men that I had ever thought were attractive were like gay (laughs) which I of course I was like well that's just me being uh, weird or like <laughs> like that's just me liking drag race you know and then I was yeah. like that's definitely not you know because oh fuck I am one too you know right so like once I realized I was like a man I guess I started reevaluating my sexuality and um you know like all the crushes on 
straight women made sense too, things like that, you know? Um, So I feel like I just was talking about it because first of all, I mean, bisexuals love the internet. So I was like, you know, just, I was finding it helpful to like process my feelings by getting involved with like all of the many (laughs) funny, you know, things that are happening around there. And also like, I, it felt comforting to like see support um, cause I also was feeling weird about it myself. Um, you know, just not sure how to, what to do with myself really. Um, well, it's interesting that you had that feeling and you even saying, you know, I wasn't taking it seriously because I hadn't yeah, dated yeah. a man. And that's almost like, you know what I mean? It's like, I have, yeah, I've had yeah, similar yeah. experiences where we're almost telling ourselves, prove it. Like it's almost right, like, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no, no. Right. And then I, th- I think it's, yeah, exactly. And like over the past, you know, year or so, I mean, I feel like I'm comfortable with it now, but it took me like you know, like I dated a guy, then I dated a girl and I was like, you know, and would have a handful of experiences with whomever. And like each time, like it was a different gender, I would just be like, so like, oh my God, wait, oh my God, oh my God, you know? Yeah. And eventually it just, I think once I kind of was comfortable, yeah, I I think I kind of became comfortable once I got used to the, the fact that it just sort of life is a little chaotic, maybe if you're bi. And it's always going to feel a little bit, you know, whirlpooly, but like, that's just, that's okay. Yeah. Um, and it, there's like a, a, an element of like leaning into that as well. Yeah. yeah. And I think like the resounding takeaway, I, uh, I've realized like dating other bi folks, like of any gender, like this is definitely what kind of made me, like, that's how I feel happiest, I think, was something that interesting that I learned. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think it's obviously still ever, ever, you know, shifting my own understanding of whatever, but it's nice to finally feel like I have all the pieces together, you know? And I think for a long time I was like, what is up with me? Like there's, there's something missing. There's something not missing, you know? Well, it's insane too, because, you know, it's, it's so, it's so interesting, the difference, the different kind of thing, the hurdles that bisexual people have to go through because like, yeah, you know, obviously yeah. I, as a woman, you have to deal with like the fetishization of it. Ugh, or, yeah, yeah, and totally. then, but I, I remember, so I was, uh, I, have da- I dated a man a while back when I was younger and he <laughs> throughout our relationship was straight. And I think he really, really wanted to believe he was straight. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then it ended up kind of manifesting in this way where he had this, this night with a man and, you know, I mm-hmm. found out and I wasn't even upset because it wasn't like I, I look back and I'm like, I don't feel like he cheated because what he did was mm. so layered in the sense that he like totally had totally. been holding this bisexuality in his entire mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And it almost just like had to manifest in this ugly way. But, yeah. you know, we ended up having these crazy conversations afterwards of him being like, well, you know, yeah, yeah. I've always been straight. And then I was like, really? And he's like, well, yeah, except the times that all the times <laughs> that I watched gay porn and all the yeah, times yeah, that yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. on Omegle as a child. And like, you know what I mean? I'm yeah, like, yeah, of course, of course. Like, oh, okay. So, you, so you've actually always been bisexual. You just like didn't want to accept it. Oh, I mean, yeah, totally, totally. It's like, that's so male too. It's funny because like even before I was out as male, I was like doing very like things, like you know, repressed things like that. You know what I mean? Like uh, right? I used to have this, I used to have this dream of um, like Superman and Batman kissing when I was really little, <laughs> like, like just this dream. And I'd be like, this is so oh, weird so of layered. me. So yeah. Weird. Oh yeah. 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 And then I was like talking to my, um, <laughs> I was talking, I was talking to my therapist one uh, the other day in, um, in, in therapy <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was getting drinks with my therapist. No, I was in therapy. <laughs> um, you know, and I was saying to her, I was like, I realized that 
this is also this is like this isn't even wine mom this is just insane but i was like i realized i was superman in the dream like i was looking back and i was like oh my god i i had always wanted to be like clark ken and i was like oh i was fucking gay kissing batman that was what was happening in the yeah. in the dream you know you wanted to be clark ken and you also wanted to kiss batman and yeah i was, was like all <laughs> manifesting <laughs> right yeah and i also obviously was in love with amy adams as, as lois lane so i just i kind of was like who wasn't, I guess, but you know, I didn't, right. I almost, I don't know if you felt this way. Like I was like, I know that I'm attracted to like women or like have straight thoughts. So I didn't even bother. Like I, I didn't even, you know, like when I came out as trans and was comfortable, I was like, well, of, co- of course I'm straight. I like women, you know? And I didn't right. really kind of wander for a while. I was like, well, it almost makes it easier to ignore. Yeah. 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 yeah and for I think sure. that's kind of what he dealt with too, was he was like, I am sexually attracted to you. I do love you. Like I love our sex. And I think yeah, so it yeah, was yeah. almost easier for him to be like, just because I have these thoughts once a month, that's okay. Because the other, you know, 29 days of the month, I'm in love with my girlfriend. And so I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm mostly straight. So I can kind of just <laughs> let this, I can kind of bury this deep down. And that obviously didn't yeah. work. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's, totally. it's, it's so interesting too, because I think a big, a big thing for him as a male in this society was accepting that like I think his biggest fear around coming out was this idea that like it like you said it like it made him gay like it's like no, yeah 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 there's no nuance to it if you've ever been attracted to a man you have to be gay it doesn't right 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 so, and you're straight if you're a woman yeah right, exactly. exactly exactly it was just like it was so in, it's so insane how that works and, and and us kind of dealing with that together was was so wild yeah it's like definitely nice to have company along the ride I mean I definitely was felt a huge amount of comfort like being with like bisexual women when I was like when I came out I was because I didn't feel like I would be judged which I've definitely like had sort of you know like I oh my god I had this one I had this date earlier this year with this girl who asked me if I was HIV positive right after I told her I was bi I was like oh my god like yeah she was like oh sorry I'm just like a hell I just have to ask I'm like a bit of a I'm, I'm, I'm like such a what's the word like hypochondriac yeah yeah and I was like uh, I I thought I was trying to be I was thinking oh she'll ask me about STDs which still would have been a little bit uh, but like still okay she was like are you do you you have HIV I was like (laughs) yeah is that not yeah yeah it was it was crazy and I was like obviously felt really like shitty about it and I was like oh this is this I also had to remember though this was a when I was recounting to a friend of mine later, I was like, this is a straight woman though. You know what I mean? Like it was just very, I think other queer people, at least there's this, you know, collective understanding in some way. Um, That was, (laughs) yeah, it was baffling. Yeah. That is wild. It's one of those things where you, you want to have maybe some sort of like patience of explaining, but it would be very hard for me to not be like, Babe, you're not a hypochondriac. You're a biphobe. <laughs> right. I was like, I, exactly. I was like, um, you know, I'm really, I obviously like wasn't gonna, I politely like explained to her I'm not. And, you know, yeah. I, I, d- I didn't even bother like saying, you know, getting into it because I was like, I'm not, I'm obviously never going to see her again. Right. But I was right. like, you know, so it wasn't even worth, but I was like, no, you know. And then she was uh, asking the typical things like, so, but you... Like who have the who are the partners that you've had whatever and I was like I've I've had I've had a girlfriend before um, you right. you will never be one but I have totally <laughs> like you know I was just like I've taken the test before you know what I mean like 
it's <laughs> yeah. Right. So and it's it's it. also like the context, right? Like it's fine if you guys were like about to have sex and she like oh, stops yeah, and asks course. the last time you got tested versus yeah, yeah. immediately finding out you're bisexual and the next question being, Are you HIV positive? Yeah. <laughs> I know, right, totally. Like also I I mean, I take that stuff seriously too. So I was like I, I would hope she'd ask me about that stuff. Right. But it was just so yeah, the timing was, you know, very yeah, yeah, I'm it's I feel like you get a lot of comments, ideally not like that all the time, but dating, dating will buy is yeah, interesting. Absolutely. Well, that was maybe my next question, which is funny was, are you dating right now? So I'm guessing you are. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing anyone like specific, um, yeah. just sort of hanging out. Um, but yeah, sure. It's like open to work on LinkedIn or whatever. Yeah. Do you find that you meet a lot of people that you're interested in potentially dating online, like through social media, because you've like, you know, cultivated friendships and sort of like this trust aspect with people? Yeah, yeah, totally. Because um, I feel like sometimes it's easier, right? When you're like really open online, like yeah, both of us yeah, are. Yeah, like yeah. it's almost like a vetting process of who you're yeah. putting yourself out there to. Like, oh, if they follow me and we're, we're talking and they know all this about my life already, like we've bridged totally. that gap. Totally, totally. I, you know, I feel like, that's interesting. That's an interesting perspective because I've heard that like what, what you just articulated from other friends of mine who are, have like a following online. And I'm, it's funny. I kind of feel the opposite sometimes. Like if I meet someone in the, in the wild or like yeah. match on, match on an app and they, and they mention to me that they follow me on Twitter, I'm always like, Oh, okay. Okay. You know, I, I'm not sure if they, it, it's a little, it stresses me out a little. I'm like, you know, do you, do you have an idea of me that's, you know what I mean? Like what's your, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, not sure what's, what's up. So I kind of think it makes me anxious, but it also definitely is a good way. Like it it is, of course, like if someone does, I can skip conversations like, do you know I'm trans? And is that cool with you? You know what I mean? Like, so there are, yeah, there are upsides for sure. But yeah, I guess that makes sense too, because it's like, no matter how open you are online, then I think this is hard for a lot of more, like, you know, mm-hmm. just regular fans or followers versus like mutual friends to wrap their head around is like, totally. just because I share a lot about my life doesn't mean you know everything. I know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like, and you definitely know hard. something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's hard to like convey like, no, you definitely like know this. If you've re- read enough of the shit that I spew, I'm like, no, you've definitely, you know, you have a sense of, of course, like what I'm like, maybe I just have, it's more like you don't maybe know actual life events or like you know what the day-to-day is and so it's funny to it's it's funny to it's funny it's it's funny it yeah. is because it's like yeah at the end of the day even if you choose to share you know 99% of your life it's still it's still what you're choosing to share and you're choosing to not share that 1% and totally, totally. I think a lot of times people are like well you post everything like and I'm like I don't actually because I'm like a full real human and right, like, right, right 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 10 billion thoughts every second and it's like right, there's right, just right. so much more to it so yeah I think it can be you know sort of a double-edged sword in the sense that it might be easier in some ways and also you might end up like you said kind of being boxed in or people have the, this expectation of who you are or maybe who they yeah, want you to be. yeah yeah right yeah I've had yeah for sure for sure for sure yeah are you on dating apps Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I want to know how that's been because I feel like a lot of times I'm not on apps right now, but obviously I've been in the past and I feel like one yeah, yeah, of yeah. my biggest kind of like, well, there are a lot of like, you know, ups and downs to dating apps. But one of the biggest things that was hard for me was mm-hmm. it's a breeding ground for fetishization, right? Like, oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah, felt totally. like that for really icky reasons like being Latina and having guys want me to call ew, them happy ew. and like, you know, or oh my like, God. Really yeah. stuff, I'm really tiny. I'm five feet and getting the whole like, I could throw you around and I'm like, eh, there's a, oh there's a tinge of something to this that feels 
feels really wrong um, or <laughs> being bisexual. And it's like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. there are so many layers to that. And it's like, you know, I'm sure for you, it's this thing where like your bisexuality might be fetishized or, you know, your right. trans might be being bisexual. Like, how do you combat that? Yeah, no, to- I mean, <laughs> yeah, totally. It's <laughs> funny because like, it's funny because when I think about like dating apps, like more, you know, serious, you know, uh, hinge or bumble or something yeah. like even, even Tinder to an extent. Um, I, before I was like on them, when I was like out as uh, out as all the things and like yes. comfortable, whatever, I kind of had assumed like something like, like a place like grinder would have been way worse because I was like, okay, an app where it's more about serious relationships, there will be less weirdness, but it's funny. Cause it's like, I mean, I can't say I'm like, I can't say I love grinder. It's sort of a cesspool, <laughs> but like, it's, you know, it's like, it's the kind of thing where, uh, you, you immediately tag like yourself with basic identity markers. And so when I was starting to kind of date and use apps, I found it hard to do things like phrase my bio in a way that like casually informs someone I'm trans and I'm queer. Um, and if they're, they better be cool with that if they want to say hi or whatever. Right. And I did on like grinder, it was like, okay, if I'm looking for, of course the problem is that's like pretty much only casual, which is like not that fun at the end of the day. Yeah. But um, you know, it still was easier to be like, okay, I'm going to click this box and this box and ev- and nobody is really looking for anything other than what they want, which of course can, <laughs> lead to, like, you know, sometimes I'm like, what the fuck are you saying to me? Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, I sort of had to figure out how to balance, um, balance, like conveying who I am, but also not like attracting this person who's like straight up, like, I love that you're trans. I'm like, that's so weird. Yeah. 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 You're like, um, Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm like that. I don't want you to love that. Like, why would right. you? Oh yeah. So I think I, uh, my winner, my, I think, my, I think my favorite is Tinder. Cause I'm like, you can see everyone you can, have your bio but it's all, like everyone is down maybe for a date maybe or but it's also chill you know what i mean it's not like a hinge or something where i was like oh my god we have these prompts to answer and these questions and i i you know so yeah that's my that's my take on dating apps <laughs> you feel like like apps like bumble or hinge kind of just cater too much to like cis straight hetero relationships to the point where it like almost becomes like a thing i i think I felt that way a little bit about like, cause that was the other thing about like being bi on dating apps. It's like, I I felt that way about like the women that I would see maybe, but like, that's just cause they're, then I realized that's just literally because there are way more like women who like date men than there are men. You know what I mean? Like it's just a numbers thing. Cause I was like, why why am I never seeing? And I was like, Oh, that makes literally so much sense. (laughs) Like I had the reverse problem before, you know? Yeah. Um, so that like kind of, but I also just think that that's dating apps in, in general, you know? Um, totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, one of the things that I think was really hard for me when I was on dating apps and being bisexual was I noticed how flaky women are. (laughs) Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's funny. I'm like, I, uh, by by women um, trying to date like women on apps, I've heard like the horror stories. It is. It's awful. Yeah. It's aw- I don't think I've literally maybe once, <laughs> maybe once met up with a woman from a dating app because it's yeah. so hard. And I'm like, damn. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Is this how it is for like? Is this how it is for men trying to like pin down a woman for a date? Like, I'm like, I've never experienced. <laughs> like, it's it's so much yeah, no, no, yeah. I think, Like. I don't know why, but it, it, it almost makes things more casual in this way. And I also think it's hard to, 
when, you know, trying to differentiate when you're on dating apps, people who are there for a relationship mm-hmm. or a commitment or even just like a real, you know, connection versus people who are just like, this is an app. It's not real. So I can just kind of like totally, totally. Just open myself up to these fantasies or these things that I'm not really sure about. It's first of all, I'm like, that's so funny about the, the app thing. My, one of my best friends, she's by and she's like, she's actually a couple of my like female friends who are either like by or like exploring it have said that they like literally have switched their dating apps like to only women for periods yeah. of time just to try to like get more matches. Yes. And I'm like, that's so interesting because I kind of have to like, sometimes I'm like, there are t- just literally too many men. Like I kind of have the, I'm like, if I ever want to see any other like kind of per- like have a variety of folks it's always kind of the opposite thing. It's so funny. Um, yeah, it's like if you're if you want to like first if you like that week you're feeling like oh I kind of want to like go on a date with a woman. Yeah, you have yeah, to like yeah, almost yeah. Turn off men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like okay, this <laughs> yeah, and it's it's so yeah, it's so funny how that works. But um, yeah, I feel like I I I'm such a <laughs> I'm such a like a, a romantic at heart ultimately. So I kind yeah. of have I like I honestly like having casual sex too, like or like friends with benefit things, whatever I guess, but. I have, I have my, the bio is like sappy, like I am. It was like, I like, I don't say I like sex, but it's like something, to, it's, you know, I'm down for casual stuff. And also though, I always am looking for like, you know, it's, I always like to think that I can meet someone who could be the level, you know, like something yeah. like that. Um, just so people kind of know that. Cause I think definitely, I don't really want to, I don't want to want to go on like a formal date with someone who's like just trying to, you know, fuck. Right. It's like at that point, it's just a waste of time. It's like, okay, well, why do we just spend $40? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Dating yeah. apps, they're, they're tough. So do you find that you go out more like in the wild to date then instead? And it's like you going to like bars and stuff like that? Yeah, I feel like I, hmm, that's actually a good question. I'm like kind of a, I can't, I don't feel like there's not one specific um, winner, you know, what I mean? yeah, it's like kind of everything. I either use an app or like I go out to bars or like uh, I've met people through through other people, you know, like um, p- parties or whatever. Or like we're all hanging out at someone's house, and like I'm like, who's that? You know, that kind of thing. That's um, my favorite way to meet someone. That's that. Oh, that's the best way. That's the best way because they're almost yeah, yeah. vetted a little bit, like enough that like if they're invited to this party, or yeah, 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 people, like, yeah. I know they're not like a serial killer. Yeah, no, totally. And it's like exciting to kind of, you know, like talk, meet someone in the, in the, in the wild. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But it's like, you know, sometimes at a bar or something, it's like, Oh, oh I know. You're like leaving their mom's yeah. house, their mom's basement and they've come out to like do some weird shit versus like, yeah, yeah, yeah. At like a place where, you know, they, they, you at least have one mutual friend. It's a little bit easier, I think to like spark oh, yeah, that conversation. Totally. It's like the times that I have, you know, gone home with someone Mm-hmm. You know, on, on a first meeting has pretty much exclusively been in those times because it's like I just don't trust certain people anymore. I know, and I, yeah, and you want to do like public places, and yes. I mean, especially like well, for me, I kind of I think I feel like a bit safer now than I ever did before, but I still I feel like I just don't. I'm like I don't know if I, I don't know if you're weird as hell, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's so it's so like yeah, I I had like the last time that kind of thing happened, I. Remember, I met uh, like a friend of a friend at his birthday party, and she actually like it didn't end up. We went on a date. We didn't really end up clicking, but it was still like so fun because yeah. like it had been fun and like you know whatever like flirty meeting her, and then like it was still you know it was fun enough, and like she was a normal person, so it was still like I had a good 
I did, you know, I had a good time, even though it wasn't like, you know, she wasn't the one. It was right. like and still, that also opens yeah. it up. Like it also opens up an ease for friendship too, which is really nice versus like a yeah. first date from a dating app. If you don't click, like you're never oh. seeing that person. <laughs> no, yeah, totally. And it's like, I, I, uh, yeah, we have obviously from the same like friend groups, whatever. So like, I don't really think anything of it. If I, if I see her around, I'm like, you know, why would I? It was like, yeah. a, we went on a date, you know? And so it's definitely nice to, yeah, it's like security for sure. Exactly. So did you ever feel like because you grew up, you know, in a smaller town with a very sort of like what seems like, you know, quote unquote, like traditional nuclear family, did you ever like have to deal with like shame around casual sex? Because like, I know I did for sure. And like this feeling of like, well, I have to get to know them more. Like this can't just be casual. I have to at least like make an effort to like see if there's more because, you know, pleasure for pleasure's sake is (laughs) is so frowned upon. Totally, totally. I think... I almost feel like I was so busy being ashamed of like the queer feelings that I almost like bypassed. Like I was like so focused on that being bad that like the idea of like casual sex. So I, I I think I got some of it. Honestly, I feel like more um, kind of feeling weird. Maybe if I had friends when I was young who like I couldn't relate to, you know, and like, you know what I mean? Socially maybe. Yeah. Back in the day. I mean, not anymore. (laughs) Um, My friends are definitely like, you know, young and mainly queer and in New York so it's not like you know but yeah I think I had had more of that kind of thing going on um your your shame cup was full with the other things yeah I I was already I was booked and busy and (laughs) I got to college yeah yeah and I kind of was just like whatever I'm gonna have sex with whoever I want and deal with the what you know who cares but then I yeah and then I just was productively feeling shame about everything else yeah (laughs) So when you first came out as trans, were you immediately, when you were dating, immediately, like, pretty good about, like, you know, being open about, like, talking to people? Like, was that kind of, like, a hard thing for you to get used to and, like, having those conversations? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I – well, I definitely didn't – I didn't – there's this awkward stage when you first come out, for most people, where you don't, like, pass yet. And so you kind of – or, like, you know, people can tell or whatever you want to say. And uh, I kind of – which was ultimately a good thing. I didn't – really date much during that time but yeah I feel like I I was uncomfortable if I was on an app and like you know someone like a lesbian would hit on me you know or like a straight man and so you know it makes me feel weird and so I was like even if I was kind of like pursuing someone that I was interested in the idea that I could be receiving attention from someone who like you know not even not in a bad way at all just like maybe wouldn't realize you know um was hard for me so I just kind of until I felt more physically comfortable, didn't date much. Um, and I was in a relationship for a while. So that was like different, but I did not like, she was not like a stranger. So it was right. a different situation, right. like casual, casual dating. I really, once I, I had, I, once I was comfortably like on hormones, that's when I kind of started dating again. Yeah. It was almost easier to kind of just focus on, you know, your transition and like dealing with that and just like finding a community and yeah. friends. And it was like dating doesn't need to happen right now. Yes, totally. And I think like, yeah, totally. And I also wasn't feeling super, like, I think just for me and how I am emotionally, I was really struggling with like dysphoria at the time and all these things that I kind of kept hidden. And so I didn't feel super like sexy. And so I wasn't particularly, yeah, like, you know, I didn't feel that feel in the mood to really get some. And I was, (laughs) I sound like a 50 year old man. Um, To get some, you know, (laughs) I wasn't, you know, just I wasn't feeling it. And once I felt confident, I think it's funny they say that like when you 
finally are on hormones. You're going to be so horny. And I think yeah. that obviously that's true, but it's, I also remember feeling like, I think some of this is the hormones and some of this is that like, I finally look, look like myself. And so I right. feel and hot. Confidence, you know what is I mean? such, confidence is such an important factor in dating. It, it, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I don't want to go on a date if I'm having a bad day or bad hair day, or I'm feeling ugly or, I'm, you know, right, what I mean? Whatever right. it's, it's like that. And, and on the opposite end, totally, when I'm yeah. dating someone and they can, I can tell that they're insecure or uncomfortable in their own skin or fidgety. It's like, you know what I mean? It just makes, it, it's just, it's, it's just hard to date when you're not feeling confident. Right. It's exactly. And I was like, how am I going to convince, not thinking to convince, but it was like, how am I going to be like this, this like guy who's like here to date you if I'm like, hi, you know? So I yeah. was just, yeah, right. I just, I kind of, I took some time there. I, I remember it's funny. Like when I first, I was, I, I'm still shaving. It's like, I don't like them. I don't think the men in my family grow beards that well. This thing is it's very patchy. I'm never. I'm like. I don't think that this is ever gonna be like a good beard. But I remember like when I first started shaving. Um, I had like obviously you know you have like a little stubble or whatever. Yeah. I remember even like something small like that. I was like, I went on a date and I remember feeling good. I was like, okay, you know what I mean. I, I felt yeah. good. I felt good. Like, I yeah. Have I, was like, I have the stubble. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I feel handsome, and that was something I had never like for a long time, I never experienced. And so it was like, I was like ready to go. Well, it's a good thing that like beards aren't in any way, right? It's like small, small yeah, stashes, yeah. which you rock perfectly. So it's like, yeah, it yeah, yeah. Out. I, I actually recently shaved the porn stash. No, because I, was like, <laughs> I love the porn stash. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, I kind of miss it too. It just, it was getting like too big. Like it was, I didn't know how to trim it. I was like, I don't know how to do deal with this. And it's itching the shit out of me in the summer. So I'm just going to shave it. So I'm like, maybe it's getting cold again. I'll, I'll grow it back. But uh, that's true. It can be a winter thing. It's so hard to take care of. I did not realize that. Like, it's hard to take care of facial hair. I almost like, uh, like so thick. It's so thick. I and it's like the it, shit I is <laughs> on people. And I'm like, yeah, I'm the same. I'm thinking, yeah, that. I'm yeah, like, yeah, how, yeah. how do you manage this thing? Yeah, no, it's like. It's, it's like almost like, not to be, but it's almost like pubic hair. Like it's really yes. just like coarse as hell. Yeah. Um, you just kind of, I have to use a bunch of, like I was cutting the shit out of myself for a while. Like, you know, <laughs> like it looked like really, I was like, oh my God, what do I do? You know, um, I, you know, you just figure it out eventually, but I didn't have, I re- I was kind of like, oh my God, my dad never taught me, you know? So my roommates taught me. It was sweet. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's like, it's, it's, it's funny. Cause we're talking about like, you know, confidence and wanting to like look good on a date and feel good. And then there's this like whole other aspect of like, I don't, I don't know how to groom this. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, this shit is, is hard, is hard to the touch and shooting yeah. out of my face in like tough. It's like, what the fuck do I do with it? You know? Um, and then That's I so eventually, yeah, I got, I got it together eventually, but oh, also got haircuts, haircuts until I figure out how to like get asked for like a haircut that worked for my like head. I had like <laughs> this series of like, weird like military like zzzt, just right off the top you know i have very curly hair so yeah. that took me a while well it's funny because it's almost there's this whole other language with yeah, yeah, yeah. with men's haircuts where they're like i've i've like mm-hmm. i don't know anything about it but i've here but like yeah can i get like a two with like a little bit off the top and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about like, no totally 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 and like i i just asked i made the mistake of going to oh, the first time i was at a barber shop and i was like <laughs> trying to be all like not make a not be like what kind of hair do you you know right right, um, right. so i was like dude, the guy was like oh should i just take some off the top and like ribbon the back or some shit whatever the hell he said and i was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, fuck yeah, dude, you know, totally. And then I I was like, yeah. And I left there with like a fade that I had to get. Like, it was like, it was, it almost felt racist. You know what I mean? Like I I looked, it looked like I was like, it was ridiculous. I ran, put a hat on (laughs) and I like ran home and had to like figure out how to fix it. It was pretty funny. Honestly, it's like one of those things where I'm like, why aren't more men just bringing inspo? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like that needs yeah, to be yeah, more yeah. of a thing. Because like my partner has like, gotten some like awful haircuts, and I'm like, did you like show them a picture of what you wanted? And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah. I do that every time. What do you mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Men bringing inspo to the barber. It's funny because I'm like sometimes I try when I go to the barber. I'm like, I I think there wouldn't be like a a perceived. That's I think probably one of the gayest things you could do in a barbershop and barbershops are one of the places where I'm like, Oh my God, I better not act fruity. You know, like, like not in a bad way, but it's like these, it's like often like, you know, older men who are kind of chatting with each other, like right. they have like wives and kids. Yes. Yes. Sure. So I think if I was like, um, hello, here's my inspo. Pay. You know, I, I almost, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'd feel a little, a little awkward, you know, but that's also just cause I, I still kind of feel like I'm, this uh this like newbie you know what i mean i feel like i'm new right. to the yeah and so maybe eventually i think i think i just got better at what to ask for maybe maybe someday i'll be rolling in there with with the inspo picks that probably probably look better <laughs> yeah I, yeah it's one of those things that you just be like listen i'd rather look good on the way out than feel you know what i mean oh for sure for sure 20 minutes so <laughs> oh totally yeah, yeah yeah totally i remember one time oh god well, when I was figuring out, what did I say to the guy? I think I gave him like a celebrity. I was like Robert. Pa- I gave him like the, someone's some the name okay. of, of like an actor who had I forget who who had like this a similar. And he was like, "Who the hell is that?" And I was like, um, "Just do whatever. <laughs> Just do honestly whatever you want." I'm never speaking again. So, you know, it's totally actually, cool. I, don't shit what I actually don't fucking care, bro. So, you know, off, actually. yeah, I was like, shave it. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I'm chill. So, and yeah. I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this for years, just like you totally. So, right. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Just like getting used to those things where you're in just like a completely different space. The best yeah. Thing. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 There was, oh God, there was this, I had, um, this uh like a job thing I was doing way back where I wasn't out as trans I was like still somewhat newly on hormones but like I but they they just they didn't know but I remember when my coworkers was like I my facial hair hadn't really come in and I still like I still kind of do look very like young it's funny like they say it's very true what they say like the first couple years on hormones you kind of look youthful like I was always someone who looked older for my age and now I look like 20 or 21 yeah just because like I just because like you know I look like you know your your features are coming in the other way and so really similar to to puberty right 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 right. exactly exactly so I was like there like you know this young guy he was like you know you're so you're he he was nice he was like you're such a nice guy you have such a baby face it's so funny like and I remember just being like oh my god you know like oh my god I better just like you know just so worried of course it would have been fine if I had mentioned it just hadn't come up right Um, right and so and then of course I was like well now he's gonna feel bad if I ever say say that so I'm just gonna whatever and it's not like that's a bad thing but just things like that where I was both looking and feeling like I was new to it all um definitely definitely funny yeah absolutely and it's like yeah. it's one of those things too where yeah it's, it's almost easier to just be like yeah I, yeah I've always had a baby face I'm totally, very, uh, I'm actually totally. years old and it's yeah. 
give me whatever haircut you want and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really cool. At least, you know, in only the few years that I've followed you seeing like the confidence, I think, you know what I mean? Even oh, thank you. Conversation and then seeing how open and confident you are. You know what I mean? In the way <laughs> thank that you. you. Just, like, are, especially with the DMs, like some of the DMs you post, I cannot believe the shit that you get. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's people will just be like, I think, <laughs> thank you. First of all, that's really kind of you. Um, I, I, I think people just like now will see a picture of me. And then like, if they're like weird, once they know I'm trans, they just freak out. They're just like, what is, and I, I, I think any trans person with a following online can tell you this. Like if someone has an idea of what your gender is and they learn that like, it's, you know, a different experience of that gender. They just like lose their shit. They just don't know what to do with themselves. Like they're almost upset. They almost feel like, like, yes, 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 yes. Like lied to. I just get the craziest shit. It's so, and I also feel like that's a way, like uh, we were mentioning earlier, like I try to kind of, when legislation was being passed, I like tried to like give some interviews and like post and write stuff that like I felt but, you know, I am also, like, a comedian. Like, I'm not a, an activist in the sense that, you know, I, I don't write um, historical or, like, political stuff all day. But I was, right. like, t- trying to kind of figure out a way to, like, you know, bring, a, a, you know, a lot of people that follow me will, be, will comment, like, I had no idea people say this stuff. And it's like, I try to post ones, like, because I get ones that are like straight up scary or straight up just like, hey, baby, you know, like, right. not really like learning much from right. that. The, but the like, the nuance of that, of like getting hate and then getting fetishized and getting hit on. Right. And love. right. It's like that, I think it's, it's, it's cool that you kind of you bring all that to the table. You're like, this is not one thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. And like, I feel like if showing the ones that are just, you can still laugh at the absurdity, but like, it's clearly some weirdo. Like, I'm like, those are the ones that I think are helpful for someone like me, like with my content to like share because people like who follow me are kind of used to, you know what I mean? Like they know what they're, they know what they're looking at kind of. Yeah, exactly. So I think, yeah, I just think seeing that, <clears throat> that confidence I think has been, has been really cool. Just being like, yeah, I get fucking hated on by absolute fucking loser oh weirdo God, and yeah. also hit on and it's a lot for, you know, it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. We're going to, yeah. we're going to, ex- we're going to experience this together. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, 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 it's a lot. And I'll, I sometimes, uh, so it's honestly helped my, like some of the crazy ones, have helped my confidence. Really? <laughs> because I'm just like, like some, not the ones where they're like, yeah, some say something like threatening in a way. Yeah. I, that, those I just try to filter out. But like the ones where they're like, if you think that, you know, God is not good, like some insane thing where right. I'm like, you, you literally just mad that like in your head, I look like a boy. Like, this is hilarious. You're so worked up. You know, it's almost made me feel like a little bit better about myself. I'm like, I am so not the crazy one here. You know what I mean? Um, right. Absolutely. Yeah. You really get to see the absurdity of people. And then when they kind of try to like take that absurdity and put it on you and like what you're doing, like, <laughs> yeah. what you're doing is absurd. It's like, take a look in the mirror. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Me and tell me who's the fucked up one here in this. Yeah. Situation. Yeah. Yeah. No, like this, yeah, the other the one I posted somewhat recently, like this guy, he was just, he was, he was uh, some like cis gay man had seen something I posted about being queer and just like freaked, like flipped out at me. It was like, you're, it's homophobic of you to try to like, just went on this insane rant. And I remember being like, it was funny because he was, what I thought was so funny about it was he was kind of handsome <laughs> and I was like, he's kind of, he's kind of hot. <laughs> 
And I was like, dude, if you had shut the fuck up, I totally would have gone out with you. You know, like I was like, hey. do you, you know what I mean? I was like, um, it's just so. I don't know why that was so funny to me, but I was like, you're a normal, a good-looking guy, and you this just could be get so. so easy. Yeah, this could be so easy for you <laughs> if you just. And the only thing that's causing driving you so insane is someone else is transgender elsewhere. Like this is hysterical, and so I, it just really, it really, it really made my day, honestly. But yeah, yeah, um, he, that guy, he, I think that he sent me about eighty messages. <gasps> over the course of the next week. So then I was like, this is not so funny anymore, but they were like increasingly incoherent. So I was almost like, Oh, he might be having some kind of, and then I just blocked him, but yeah, they, yeah like it didn't end on the funniest note, but it was at first I was like, LOL. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, it's like, this, this could have been so fun for both of us. This could have been, if you just <laughs> shut up, this could have been a great time, but you know, <laughs> you had to go on and, ch- and chat away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As it goes. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I just looked at the clock and I was like, oh, it's been over an hour. Oh my God. No, no, uh, I, I, had a, I had a great time. I know. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on and just for like, you know, just obviously sharing here, but also just like sharing yourself online. It's obviously scary to do that. You know, as two people who open ourselves up to like a wide audience, it's like beautiful and fun, but it's also like I'm opening up the floor to the opinions of hundreds of thousands and it's like, it can be terrifying. Yeah. So, you know, just thank you for like doing that and sharing that and also doing it in a way that feels really you know, funny and relatable. Thank you so much again. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, cool. Bye. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.